Wisdom in the culture. Rewriting the narrative. Mastering the mind. This is Manish. Yo, yo, what's good? It's your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> you like to jump in? It's your boy. Yes, sir. Uh, man, welcome to another episode of the Manish Podcast. As always. Welcome, welcome, y'all. Welcome in. You know what we're here for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, so excited uh, about today's episode, and I think this is going to be uh, very beneficial. First things first, though. Yes, How you feeling today? Man, I'm feeling good. I hope everybody out there is listening is feeling good as well. We're excited that... Uh, that y'all are here. And let me ask y'all a question. Ask them a question. Here's the question. Who have you shared that the podcast is alive and well? Ah, that's uh, a good question. Have you shared it with somebody? Come on. Such a Can good Can we question. get you to put somebody on this? Y'all remember that back in uh, the, what is that, the early 2000s, mid 2000s? Yeah. You put me on? Put them on. Yeah, put somebody on this. <laughs> put somebody on this managed podcast. Listen, I'm Derek Golden, and I happen to be with the illustrious. Come on, y'all. Ooh. None other than. Come on, bring it back, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> My man, Dominique. Listen, he don't want to be called Dominic, and he don't like necessarily. I mean, Dom because too you much. don't you don't pronounce unique, unique. So I mean, you got to put that flavor on, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Flavor. Like Dominique, y'all. <laughs> Can y'all come on with the crowd noise? Give it up for Dominique Hunter. Appreciate that. Thank y'all. Crowd blazing. Thank y'all so much. <laughs> I'm here with the guys. You as you heard it, it's the guy Derek Golden. Uh, yes, today we're gonna rock this show together. Uh, but first, man, I. First of all, uh, happy Thanksgiving, man. Yeah, this is this will be the Thanksgiving podcast, right? Yes, huh? sir. Well, man, yes, sir, happy Thanksgiving to you, our our homie um, Jordan is yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah. Now, listen, that that is a a, a turncoat. You know what I mean? He's a traitor. He's a straight up traitor. You know what I mean? The, the dip Chiefs on beat the Cowboys. It, it, look. And then he goes to their hometown. It look, look. Hey. Sell out. Right. This was planned. It's, I think it was planned. Yeah, this had to have been su- planned. Something suspect. He knew he was going to get on him because I thought he was a Green Bay fan. Oh, yeah. You know, why he go to Wisconsin? Oh, yeah. I mean, why go to Kansas City? You know what I mean? No. Come on. No. He had yeah. to sell us out. He had to sell us yeah. out. Cowboys, but this yeah. is. Uh, Interesting year. I mean, last year yeah. we had to do Thanksgiving a little different. Uh, this year it seems yeah. to be letting up. Uh, yeah. That is the yeah. uh, COVID pandemic. So, uh, mm-hmm. how 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 is things in your household? How are things in your household as far as uh, just mm-hmm. safety protocol? Is there is it still tense? Is there still a little, you know, concern, or are you a little mm-hmm. bit more relaxed now? Yeah. Well, with us, uh, we still a little more cautious than others. I think if mm-hmm. you, if you have it at the level that we had it, you mm-hmm. know, if you asymptomatic or if you you had it but it wasn't severe or something like that, uh, you're more inclined to be a little bit more free because mm-hmm. the world is a lot more lax. Uh, I've gone to Jamaica, I've gone to Florida, and uh, and just being even here in Texas, yeah. uh, it is really, really lax. But me and my wife, you know, we still do the sanitizer. We still yes, walk sir. around with the mask. And we're at a place now where, you know, um, we don't care yeah. <laughs> what yeah. you think. Yeah. And uh, and if I'm not around a lot of people, you know, I'll take it off yeah. outside. Um, if I'm in the gym, you know, uh, I'll put it on if a lot of people come up to the dar- uh, barbells. Mm-hmm. As far as the house is concerned, I know some people are like, you know, if you won't have a a valid COVID uh, vaccination card. You can't get in the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> they checking it at the door. Yeah, they checking it at the door. You know what I mean? I saw it on the news uh, article, but uh, but we're not that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and then we're not condemning either. Sure. Uh, I think we have to as a as a country and as a people. Uh, go ahead and keep moving forward. Yes, sir. And to each his own. I, we say we practice precaution, mm-hmm. not fear. 
Yes, sir. Totally different. Yes, sir. Totally different. Just, just be uh, be mindful, and uh, and then things will be well. Absolutely. This was this was a this year in particular was a interesting. Uh, this holiday is just kind of interesting because we had so many events leading up to um, Thanksgiving this year in the holiday season because mm-hmm. we were so overwhelmed with uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse case, overwhelmed yep. with yep. Uh, Julius Jones. Uh, thankfully, yep. he uh, was yep. granted clemency, right? Yeah, uh, community sentence. No, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. Well, clemency, uh, the point I guess I'm trying to make is uh, they didn't let him go. Yeah, yeah. Innocent, yeah. but they didn't let him go. Yeah. What was the, what's the point of that? So. And then you have uh, also we we got the news that the um, the murderers of Ahmad Aubrey yeah, uh, yeah. were found guilty. Yeah. So um, I mean this was an emotional week to say the yeah. least. Can you believe uh, this is all in one, all in the matter all, of what maybe eight days? Man, that's a lot to take in for a country. You know, eight days. This was crazy, and I think um, well you know what better time than to uh, talk about what we're getting ready to talk about, mm-hmm. which is uh, just. A little bit of mental health and yeah. get into that uh, because this time of year, you know, you have a lot of people celebrating and mm-hmm. which is normal holiday season. You know, you have people that's in the holiday cheer and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but for some of us uh, out there in the world, you know, this season is probably kind of difficult for them because yeah. they, you know, you may have family traditions that you were so accustomed to. But mm-hmm. um, with the loss of so many people due to COVID and maybe yeah. other things outside of COVID, this holiday mm-hmm. season is a little mm-hmm. bit different for you to get accustomed to, and that's probably um, uh, probably causing a lot of anxiety and stress and mm-hmm. different types of thing in, in in people. So uh, we just wanted to talk a little bit about that mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. How was that? Just as far as you know, dealing with all of those things. How was how was that? As mm-hmm. you know, how how are you dealing with that? I think in uh, in dealing with uh, all of those things, especially when we talk about what we're what we're here to do, you know, what I mean, we're here to infuse wisdom into the culture, yes, sir. Uh, I think when you look at all all of the things that you mentioned, the three cases, COVID, um, and then you mentioned uh, death, uh, people are without their loved ones during these holidays. I think we can we can, if we backtrack it, it might work out uh, even easier. I think people dealing with the loss of loved ones during the holidays has always been tough. Mm-hmm. It has always been one of the right. uh, most um, high ang- anxious moments, high anxiety times, mm-hmm. uh, high depression. Um, I think that this just makes it even tougher because like I said, uh, holiday season, tough. But uh, my wife and I, we were in the parking lot of Costco praying with each other. We we normally pray every day. We happened to miss uh, praying this morning together because we kind of took off early and she stole all of my day. Mm-hmm. But um, she prayed for that and it really touched my heart. She prayed about uh, people that are not with their loved ones due to COVID or yeah. COVID related uh, things. Uh, I mentioned wisdom in the culture because we need to understand that COVID is a virus Mm -hmm. that once it is um, uh, caught, if you would, uh, once you catch COVID, uh, it then exasperates whatever condition that may already be present. So it's not necessarily COVID getting you as much as if you have a condition that is not conducive to a respiratory virus. That's what takes you out. Yeah. Uh, you're either too weak, you can't uh, function, uh, or 
those mitigating circumstances pushes you over. Well, imagine someone who's been in control of those things all their lives, yeah. and yeah. then they catch COVID, and now they gone from the thing that you had in control. Man. I use I say that to say, when we are not in control, that causes even more anxiety. Yeah. So now it's not necessarily just anxiety. Now it's fear coupled with that and worry and concern. So now people are going into the holidays sad because the loved one is not there, mad because it's something they had control of and now it's taking them out, and also perplexed because typically these things that they're dying from run in the family. Mm-hmm. So one person can be gone, another person can be gone, just in one single family in a matter of you know, what, 10, seven to 14 days? Uh, it's just a, a wild factor. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, I think if we uh, get back to the cases that cause the stress, um, Dom, those are major conversations that yes, a lot of people need to be talking about. Absolutely. First one being uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. If you don't know the particulars of the case, you got mad. Yeah. You said, well, how can this be? Yes, sir. You said, I can't believe it. And I saw a lot of posts from a lot of intelligent people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they also didn't know the facts. Um and if they knew the facts, because when I first saw the deal, I did see the kid laying on the ground, the people attacking him, mm-hmm. coming at him. That's what I did see. Mm-hmm. So I think what they, what we wanted was because of the reason for those that were protesting mm-hmm. and the reason why he was there, we wanted the victory because of the morality of the reason why those protesters were there. Yeah. However, if we look at the microcosm of the moment, he was in self-defense because the protester was attacking him. Right. And it's, right. so facts go, oh, okay, I, I understand what she was doing because we were doing the same thing. I mean, right. it's kind of like getting pulled over by the police. Oh yeah. You know I mean, you get pulled over by the police and um, and you going, man, listen, uh, I don't know, officer, I apologize, I was speeding. And then the next minute, um, you stopping and getting a burger. Yeah. Well, they say, you know, you done shot somebody and then you up taking pictures. No, no, it's like that That moment passed and I'm, I'm on to the next thing. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm, uh, I'm like, man, I'm still at a certain euphoric high until that thing set in later on, obviously. So, oh, yeah. And we could tell by his reaction that oh, thing yeah. had set in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, then you go to um, uh, Julius Jones, uh, clemency, him being uh, um, commuted, it's like if he's innocent, if he's innocent, why haven't we released him? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that have to happen in order for him to be released. Not necessarily the governor, unless yeah. he wanted to give him a pardon, uh, but also the prosecution and the case. They would have to go back into the case and get all of uh, his records, those things, um, get him cleared. So it's a process that has to take place in order for him to even get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate that part of the system. I think that's uh, a terrible piece. I'm not as versed on it. Maybe somebody, maybe you're out there, you're listening. You can uh, send us in some uh, some comments on this. Uh, how they, how can they send the comments in? Uh, you can reach us via uh, Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. That is real man underscore underscore ish, and you can also send them on uh, Facebook at real. Uh, I'm sorry, that's man.ish culture. Look at me. I'm getting it all wrong. That's man. Every time. Every it gets single you. It gets time. You every time. Well, I, I did this to myself. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, let us know. Let us know. We yeah. we would love uh, to discuss that with you. Just yeah. let us know what you're thinking. Maybe, maybe we'll drop a, a line to uh, get your comments and we'll do it live. You know, we'll do some uh, some on on the on the wall live response. Not opposed to it at all. I like that. <laughs> I like that. But uh, but the last one, Arbor, I say that yeah. last because mm-hmm. um, 
uh, I think that justice was served, mm-hmm. but I also think that there sh- that should have been an eye opener for us to see that there are pockets in our country mm-hmm. that are still yeah. stuck. I mean, the way that they handled the case was stuck. Now, uh, some of the uh, prosec- uh, some of the yeah the prosecutors are were surprised, especially the brothers that weren't from uh, Southern Georgia, uh, were surprised at how the case was going. The defense was handling things, but mm-hmm. the truth is, they never had to face a national audience. <laughs> they just did what they wanted to do. Right. You know I mean, sent them to jail or killed them and uh, got the old boy off, but you couldn't do old boy law in front of the, the, the television camera. Right. You couldn't do old boy law in front of the people. The judge picked that up, but the defense attorneys didn't. Wow. But it did say to us, man, this is this is real. Yeah. How these people think. Yeah. And uh, and I, I'm, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that, you know, life sentence. I'm, I'm not a death penalty person, but yeah. they spend the balance of their days uh, behind bars. Uh, they did a good job. Everybody did. And keeping themselves because, man, there was a lot that happened. They should have went off on. I mean, come on. If we go to the the rawest thing, the rawest thing was what does my man's toenails have to do? Uh, with the case, man, that that do you so? Listen, trying to find anything. How many? How reaching at this reaching? (laughs) But how many brothers in that county have gone to jail Mm -hmm. because of toenails? Man, see that's the thought that I had. Wow, if if you brought that up here, somebody went to jail because of bad haircut. See, remember back in the day, you were too young to remember this, but they used to classify criminality in black men based on size of forehead. On the forehead size? On forehead size. That's a criminal forehead. That's a murder forehead. That's a, by, by based on his forehead. I don't even know if I want to ask what my forehead was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't. I don't Listen, think I, I, don't, I have a flat forehead, so I, I know I was going to jail. You know I mean? <laughs> That's good for leaning on the bars. You know what I mean? Uh, just crazy stuff like yeah. that. I mean, Dominique, what you think about that, man? What's um, your take on that? First of all, I mean, just hearing the. Oh, of course, I was one of those, one of those people who was a little frustrated about the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, ruling, mm-hmm. and it was it was all overwhelming, and I think. Um, just just the, the the ruling for the Ahmad uh, Aubrey murderers that mm-hmm. I felt like was a fresh a, a fresh breeze or a fresh air just a little yeah. bit because I mean you you go through so much negative uh, post and yeah. opinions and all this stuff and to finally hear something positive don't get me wrong I'm yeah. I don't I don't hate those guys or anything like yeah. that um, and I'm not an advocate for violence or anything like that but. Knowing what our people, more specifically mm-hmm. black people, have been fighting for years and what yeah. we're still fighting today, yeah. it is uh, a breath of fresh air uh, to finally uh, feel like you're heard, to finally feel like you're valued. Mm. And um, I, I think that was just something that I, I got out of, out mm-hmm. of that because it's mm-hmm. like, man, you fight for so long and you just wonder, are they hearing us? <laughs> are yeah, they no, understanding? You, you that. You finally feel like you're you're heard. I mean, listen. Uh, would you would you say, would you say that the ruling the 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 Arbery ruling also shed light on uh, the old guard that hey things are truly changing? 
I I, I want to think that um, despite the the opinions that may flood social media and they like a lot of people thinking things will never change it'll always be this way I I would I, I try to be optimistic you know what I'm saying yeah. and try to be positive yeah but you know, see, see that's teaching there. Yeah. Uh, there's optimistic and pessimistic. Yeah. Uh, if you have an optimistic way of thinking, then you tend to believe uh, that things can get better. If you mm-hmm. have a pessimistic way of thinking, you tend to believe that things are either going to stay the same and or get worse. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you look at these these kinds of uh, things, so now listen, don't think we're not coming back to you. Hey, I was one of the ones frustrated with the Kyle Rittenhouse. We'll come back and get that, you know. But right here, you, you said being heard. What is what in the ruling, or was it the ruling itself that gave you the optimism that hey, there's a chance that we're being heard? I think it was the ruling itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't even pinpoint anything particularly, um, but I think it was the ruling. I would say it was the ruling itself mm-hmm. because, like I said, you know, when you when you see so many of these, um, I mean, of course, that was not a that was not an incident of police brutality. But just right. talking about that, for example, when you see so many cases of police brutality and unjust shootings and unjust killings and things yeah. like that, and to see these guys get off, yeah. you just like, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what's the point? Like, I mean, why are we even why are we even taking this thing to, to yeah. court or whatever you know whatever the issue may be? Yeah. Uh, but to finally you know get a ruling in our favor. Yeah. Um, and what kind of cold blood? I mean, I mean, that's painful. I, I yeah. understand that. Yeah. You know, there was some tussle there. But the truth is, man, uh, even if it were, even if you look at the mother who had to see it on mm-hmm. video mm-hmm. over and over again to see her baby. Uh, her child, because you know, uh, in the hood, y'all, those of you that are watching from other persuasions, in the hood, uh, <laughs> the you're, you're you're a child, you're a baby forever. You know, <laughs> she watched baby. her. Right, that's my baby. Uh, they watch. She watched her baby get gunned down. Yeah. Well, well, trapped, and and murdered. Yeah. Uh, as opposed, because gunned down would have been they came and shot him as they were coming. So this happened in the incident. But he he was trapped. He was in a place where man, I I got nothing I can do. I'm surrounded by trucks, guns, and three white dudes. I'm alone, yeah. running. I ain't got nothing on me. If yeah. I'd have known what was going to happen, you know, I probably would have brought my own gun or I, I gave myself a fighting chance. But I'm jogging. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I just think that's tough. Most definitely. That's tough. Somebody's taking your, it's like somebody coming up to you right now, just taking your wallet out your pocket and walking off without saying that and slapping you on the way out. Dude, I don't need, don't, that's, don't even get me started. <laughs> I start getting angry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the pain, the anguish, it's just, uh, t- but now yeah. uh, you're saying it, it feels like, yeah. it feels like we're big being hurt. I'm mm-hmm. saying I said the same thing. Mm-hmm. I felt like not necessarily hurt, but I put myself in their shoes and said, you know, just a little while ago, we'd have got away with this. Mm-hmm. Now we can't get away with those things like we used to. Mm-hmm. But to think that there was a possibility, we were even concerned yeah. that they might get off. I think something when you, when you when we get rulings like this with the Ahmad Arbery situation, it yeah. gives, of course, it gives our people, you know, some hope. But mm-hmm. it gives, I, I believe that it would give us more reason to continue protesting for things that you know we mm-hmm. feel are unfair towards our people, or maybe not. Let's not just limit it to our people. Mm-hmm. You know, just any unfair uh, treatment anywhere mm-hmm. in this world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It gives you. 
um, not that protesting or anything like that um, probably persuaded the case, but I'm saying like y'all, you no, out I there believe fighting. It did. No, no, I, I believe it did. You know, you have people fighting for a positive cause, and yeah. so many people for a while they probably felt hopeless. Yeah. They probably felt like you know, I mean, why are we doing this? Why are we yeah. protesting? But we needed a victory. Yeah, yeah, we needed yeah. a victory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives you that. Oh yeah, all right, we still in the fight. Then you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like that second win. Right, right. How they, how right, they right. say it in sports, it's that second win. So oh yeah, listen, that momentum changed. When the, the momentum shifted. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I believe it gave it a lot of hope, but I, I think the protesting. I'm, I'm one who believes that protesting is necessary yeah. as long as it has direction with it. Most definitely. And uh, and I think in this case, uh, the the protests highlighted it because this was a town or an area that would have been uh, unseen had it not been for protesting. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you got Lee Merritt and them going in there. You got uh, Ben uh, Carson uh, going in there. Uh, it's uh, uh, Sean King, all yeah. of those people. Uh, then you had the uh, the leaders come in, mm-hmm. which I think uh, aided in bringing the attention yeah. so that they would honor what they said they were, judge being mm-hmm. uh, judge, jury being jury, mm-hmm. uh, even if the defense uh, was, I, I would say, uh, comical. Yeah. Uh, the defense was, uh, it was very comical. Now, I, I always applaud the guys who know um, that they have a big following, such as the just the public figures and mm-hmm. professional athletes and things like that. You know, you have a big following, and you choose to um, you choose to use that for something positive, uh, mm-hmm. such as matters like these. So I, right. I I definitely commend those guys and definitely appreciate that. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's wrong. I mean, uh, that, that brother named me that that was the um, the guy over. Uh, Homeland Security <laughs> under the Trump administration. Uh, that brother name was Ben Crump, not Ben Carson. <laughs> ben Carson was. Can y'all believe that? I said Ben. Uh, if Ben Carson would have been that, we would have been mad two times. And, and y'all can tell him I said so. But Ben Crump, Benjamin Crump, yes, turned Benjamin Crump. Yes, uh, please forgive me, y'all. <laughs> but we um, earlier we was talking about the holiday season and yeah. just. Um, just the, the the different dynamics that you know many people may experience during this time. But one of my biggest concerns is um, just those people who may not have the privilege that we have of you know being with family and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I really um, I really have a heart uh, for them and just their their mental health and yeah, things like that yeah. because I know that this can be a very difficult time. Um, and not just you trying to say something wrong with my mental health because I called a man Ben Carson versus well, Ben Crump. Well, I mean these are your words. Not mine. <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was a slip. I these, mean, I, these are your words. It's ben Carson, and listen, I was I was so confident too. You know what I'm saying? I was. <laughs> <laughs> these are your words. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, when they minds start going bad, you just go yeah. with them. Just go with. Just go with. Them. <laughs> Yeah. Just, we he just here for the wisdom. We just, not we not here for information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just giving wisdom. <laughs> no, that wasn't a shot at you, right? <laughs> oh man, I mean, it's just a follow up. I'm like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I am, no, I, am, I agree with you. I'm, I'm hearing yeah, you. I'm hearing yeah. you. Mental mental health is listen. I believe mental health has already been always been an issue, mm-hmm. and really because, like I told my my personal story, is being emotionally hand, diagnosed as emotionally handicapped. Mm-hmm. That would be, um, I had a low emotional um, management system, mm-hmm. or in order to handle my emotions, I was uh, overly passionate or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That was mental health then. We just didn't have 
the titling and the naming for it now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mental health. I think um, I think if you're going where I think you're going uh, during the holiday season is going to be even at a higher is is heightened as a mm-hmm. result mm-hmm. of what we went through pandemic wise and and even um, uh, we, we so we say pandemic. Mm-hmm. But we need to say lockdown, closing of stores, Man. economy uh, exploding into a wild look. It's good for some, horrible for others. Right. Uh, right. In between uh, prices of things, skyrocketed gas going back up. The whole uh, presidential election, uh, the gubernatorial <laughs> the uh, local election, all of those things going on. Can't get a car. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Uh, wood double in price. You can't buy a house. So many things. Mm-hmm. So you can't. Just, we can't just say pandemic. And we go COVID nineteen. No, it's it's some of everything, oh, yeah. man. Hitting everywhere. You yes, know sir. And and like touching on what you were just saying about just uh, uh, your emotions and things like that. Like what yeah. what what was that journey like? Turning that around. Yeah. Um, and discovering or acknowledging wow. the issues that you had. What was their journey like? Well, no, I no, nobody's ever asked me that question. Wow. Uh, and such in such a quick moment, I almost dropped in tears and hucklebuck, and because uh, <laughs> nobody's ever asked me. You know, yes, sir. Uh, it was long. Yeah. Long man, I think um, I didn't come to grips with my emotions until I was about 28 years old. Mm. So that's me being at uh, Lynch Elementary School in St. Petersburg, Florida, in the uh, had to be the third or fourth grade until I was 28. Mm. And you walk around. <laughs> I wasn't depressed, but I had, I was always hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I would have like, uh, I can tell you, I physically had this pain in the center of my chest on a regular basis that I tried to either cuss out, uh, uh, athlete my way out, wow. com- compete out. Yeah. Uh, I tried to talk it out, uh, achieve it out. Um, because you know, mental health and going to see a counselor uh, wasn't something that was foreign to me. It just wasn't called mental health. I remember uh, going to the Runaway Crisis Center for ten days. You know what I mean? Uh, I had stolen my cousin's ring, but you know, my mom was dealing with me emotionally. I was just not. I was. I wasn't gonna get in no trouble. wasn't in no streets doing nothing like mm-hmm. that. She mm-hmm. didn't. She didn't let none of that happen. But I just was just stuff. I mean, stuff I would do. Um, and this ring, I didn't. I stole a watch and a, a school box sure. at in school and brought it home. My mom told my tail up because she said, "I ain't buy that. Where does come from?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. this ring was at my grandmother's house on, uh, which was the last straw. Was on the uh, counter. I took the ring, went to the store for get something for my grandmother, and I was playing with the ring. Later at the store, said, "What would you do with that ring?" You know what yes, I mean? Sir. I said, "I found it. I found it." She said, "Shoot, you want, give me that ring. What you want for it?" You know, so shoot, I got a snicker and a kite. <laughs> you know, give me that little better. You know, but but I said that I brought that on. Mm-hmm. 
so the pressure that even the the person that's dealing with mental health brings upon their loved ones, I brought that pressure on my mom, and she didn't know what to necessarily do with me. So I can say, man, listen, I went to the runaway crisis center, I was hurt, but yeah, I did some things that that led up to that, um, and and it kept on going. You know, I got to college. Uh, well, I went through high school. I did some crazy, threw a chair at my uh, high school basketball coach just immature man it was it was over the guy still texts me today love me today meaning people saw something's wrong with the kid yeah. even though i'm got the best grades i'm i'm an all-star athlete i'm going on a full ride scholarship yeah. uh i remember uh i used to do the announcements at my school yeah. but yet i i knew all the deans because i was still getting in trouble it was but it wasn't you know what i mean i'm not doing anything vile mm-hmm. but it is emotional that's getting me in a lot of trouble. Got to school and college, uh, promiscuous as I could uh, be, hurt a lot of uh, people, um, got in an argument with uh, Tuberville, yeah. never never was gonna start again after that situation. Wow. 255 yard up downs because I wouldn't walk off the field. Yes, you know, emotional, I just couldn't get it together. Uh, then I got uh, married and uh, was hurting her with the, just not doing anything stupid, just emotional. Well, stupid. I was. Uh, I kept. I kept being promiscuous. Yes, sir. It was one day in the park, man. A long time. Long time. And then one day in the park, um, I really tell God, I'm tired of this. I can't keep living like this. Yeah. And. That was the day I decided that nothing else matters. Yeah. And so I said, I'm going with God, focus on my future, and never looked back since then. Now I've had what you would call outbursts or mm-hmm. emotional tirades, uh, anger management, all this kind of stuff that, uh, you know, I shared with you before, those things. But to know the whole story, man, it's been since I was in third grade. Yes, sir. Worked hard. And after 28, where the major decision uh, was was really, uh, well, that's what happened. It was like I was 20, 25, 26 when I made the decision. It still took another two years yeah. just to get to a place of balance. Sure. Man, I, listen, y'all, I know that was long for y'all, but he asked me a question that nobody <laughs> ever asked me, and I was never, I never had to chronologically walk that thing down like that. Yeah. Um, don't ask me no more questions like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> it's it's uh it's amazing because actually just a few weeks ago, um, well not long ago, maybe about a month ago now, you yes. just wrapped a series yes. um called Better and that was uh geared towards uh mental health. Yes. And I think that was man, I don't even know what words to really use to describe that, but I think uh for lack of better terms, that was much needed. Yeah. Uh, especially in the church. Uh how we especially in the church. Uh how we tend to overlook that or um, every everything is cast out, cast out. Uh, this, cast come out on, down. Right, it's uh, a demon, man. <laughs> and nobody, uh, I, I'm not gonna say nobody, but yeah. it's very few people that really stop to really focus on. Hey, this is uh, this is probably something that's gonna uh, take a little process. You know, this yeah. is something that's more than just casting out a demon. Like this is something that um, you actually, we actually have control over. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Our mental uh, health is something that we actually have control over. Mm-hmm. And you have scriptures throughout the Bible that talks about that. Yep. Um, uh, it's telling you meditate on the word day and yes. night. 
and things of that nature. And it's saying um, on later in the verse is saying so that you can make your ways mm-hmm. prosperous mm-hmm. and things like that. So that's proof that we have yep. that responsibility yeah. Uh, to take care of our mental health, right. um, and I think, um, I think that starts with your decision making and things that mm-hmm. you do in life. Um, that all starts in your mind. Everything yeah. starts in your mind. Yeah. Even when we're talking about muscle, me- our muscle mm-hmm. memory um, is, it's more so about your brain than it is, mm-hmm. you know, the the muscles in your arms and legs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's your brain communicating the exact same information as last time with what Mm -hmm. you did you know it starts in your mind so my question to those people out Mm -hmm. there is what are you training your mind to do what are you training your mind to think what are you training your mind to believe Mm -hmm. because as a man thinking in his heart so is he so is he Mm -hmm. so if i'm training myself to think well this is not going to get better Mm -hmm. well it's probably not going to get better right but if i'm training myself to constantly think that um, things will get better. There is hope. There mm-hmm. is a better end uh, to mm-hmm. this situation, uh, regardless of what it looks like right now. Uh, there is something better on the other side. Right. Uh, these it's just examples of you know how you can train your mind uh, to to really make better decisions, make better choices in mm-hmm. life. You said something earlier that really tore me up. What, what was that? It tore me up. You said we are born looking like. Uh-huh. Our mother and our father, uh-huh. but we die yeah. looking mm-hmm. like the decisions that we made. Yeah, that yeah. I I could have just drove home right there. Like I didn't. <laughs> we didn't need to talk any further. Listen, I wish I was the or the the originator of that thought, but uh, <laughs> no. Uh, it, the truth in that is, like you said, we are we are more we are more in control than we give ourselves credit for. Mm-hmm. But if we, because see, there's the IQ. That's your intelligent quotient. And then there's your EIQ, your emotional intelligent quotient. Mm-hmm. And you could be much smarter, or, or better yet, you could score higher on your IQ intelligence and really, really low on your emotional. Wow. And so that means you're a person in an incredible roller coaster. But the scripture helps us, as you uh, quoted, that was uh, Joshua 1. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is, this is uh, God speaking to Joshua, taking the mantle. Uh, of leading the people from Moses. Yeah. Uh, but we go ahead and get in other passages of scripture as well where it says meditate on these things or think on these things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Think on what is whatsoever is lovely, pure, noble, uh, kind of fruit of the spirit that we yeah. have to produce. When you, when you surrender or submit to the kingdom of God and Jesus Christ, his lordship, mm-hmm. your choices dissipate. Yeah. Not gone, but they over time dissipate because you you're growing into a place where you want to please him uh, more than you want to satisfy you yeah and when you get to that place that's where everything else has to come uh, yeah. subject to what it is that that you're involved in uh, so if you're involved in a marriage or relationship uh, your emotions have to come subject to the order of the union that you put in place. Oh, man. When you're in a relationship, you're a father. Your your emotions have to come in check to the order of fatherhood, not the order of emotion at the moment. That, yeah. So this emotional quotient, uh, intelligent quotient, is so necessary. That's what I didn't have. Yeah. I had books. Yeah. I had a physical body. I could do incredible things. I had a mouth. I could really talk. I had good hair. Shoot, I was, I was called, you know, you got Indian in your family. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but what I didn't have was control of my emotions. Yes, Those things did whatever they wanted to, uh, simply because of what you said. I I wasn't meditating on the word. 
Yeah. I was just trying to think myself better. And you can't just do that. You need some help processing that. Yeah. So we say all the time, uh, you need a personal trainer, somebody to help you with your body. Yeah. Right? You need a pastor, somebody to help you with your spirit. Yes, sir. But you need a psychologist or a therapist, somebody to help you with your mind. Absolutely. Because if we can get your head right and your hands right, your heart will do right. Absolutely. I think uh, a lot. sometimes a lot of, a lot of the decisions that are made um, or impulsive decisions that are made mm, are a result yeah. of mental fatigue. Yeah. Or, or maybe a mental deficit or mental disorder. Um, so, I mean, you yeah. can kind of tell a lot about, you know, the state of mind a person is in just based off the choices that they make. Yeah. It says a lot about your um, your mental health, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, I, I appreciate you, and I said it in a previous episode, but yeah. I appreciate you for being an advocate of uh, mm-hmm. mental health and counseling and things like that. Before then, not that I was just completely opposed to it, yeah. but I really just, I didn't really know the benefits, you know, the, oh, I, I didn't really know what it was all about yeah. um, until I came, until I finally met you yeah. and uh, we developed a relationship and, uh, went down that road of counseling and things like that, and I was just like, "Yo, this is what I've been missing on my. Life. This was <laughs> right, wrong with right, me." <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, so I took the thing, you know, uh, the, that diagnosed early on, yeah. which was uh, it was a a bad thing mm-hmm. in my eyes because it took me away from my friends and the fellowship. You know, I had to go to a whole nother place. I mean, you know, back then they didn't really know what to do. So they separated you from the crew, isolated you, yeah. thinking that that would make you better. But uh, that's wild. You know what I mean? So what it did was uh, it hurt, but it exposed. Mm-hmm. And that exposure, the help that I got, helped me be an advocate in the pulpit. Wow. Because the pulpit was against the psychologist because that was not the pulpit. Man. That was not the church. Yeah. It didn't seem spiritual, not realizing that. And I say this all the time. The doctors pray to pass the test, too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they, they call on the name of the Lord, too. Yeah. So uh, I think that it was um, it was a travesty. It mm-hmm. was it was something that this is what I, I, I put in. A, I put in a, uh, a post. I said, could it be that the church caused mental health to be a stigma? Which prevented people in the church from getting help. Could, could it be that we did that unbeknownst because we, we wanted to cast it all out? And some people, listen, yeah. some people's triggers were you hollering at them. Yeah. And here it is. You got them down at the altar <laughs> trying to cast a demon out. And they triggered. And they triggered. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Just, just wild stuff. You know, it's not so. a, it is not a rock, but it is definitely, as Bishop Martin used to say back in the day, it is an indictment. Man, it's not, a, not, not a rock, but it's definitely an indictment. How can we help people today with something that was probably there, and we know it's there all the while. Let me let's let's go back. Let's go back historical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we're getting close to the end of the show, mm-hmm. but this race of people, African Americans, even if we just use the number four hundred, the number is much much greater than that. Four hundred years of slavery, mm-hmm. not in the U.S., around the world, yes, everywhere you went, yes sir. And it's the only group of people that has not gotten reparations and the only group of people that were not entitled to counseling. What kind of mental health are these people facing? Yes, sir. The attack on them. Somebody bold-faced lying 
and you know it's a lie. How many people have died? How many people are going to prison? How many people are incarcerated now? How many people, man, were hung from trees in front of their houses? That is some serious, some serious attack on people. Yes, sir. And so when we talk about mental health, we, we got to talk about the traumas that people faced. And I used African-Americans as an example and I'm not going to back up off that one at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look at how much trauma we had to face. And mental health, if it starts, like you said, if it starts in the mind, man, you got to deal with the triggers, the traumas, in order to get to the help you need. Yes, sir. And some stuff you just can't pray out. Some stuff you got to use the Bible said, faith that works is dead. Put some work in it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I, think it's, uh, I think it's safe to say uh, a part two is needed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A part two is definitely yes, uh, needed. I can't imagine if Joe was here, boy. What kind of questions those would germinate? You know what I mean? Joe, look, obviously you missed, brother, <laughs> whenever you listened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to dog him, but I guess I missed him. Look, it's, all, it's, it's just a little love. We had Darius, but Darius wouldn't get a microphone. But he's always that way. Y'all, listen, can y'all give a shout out to Darius in the comment section? Shout Play him out, y'all. Darius, shout him out. Darius, and then Micah, he done dipped on us. You know what I mean? What My kind guy. Of, you know, what's going on? Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Happy Dom, Thanksgiving. <laughs> we appreciate y'all again for tuning in to another episode of Manage. Again, we endeavor to uh, provide wisdom in the culture, rewrite the narrative, and like we did today, mastering the mind. Uh, and that's what we endeavor to do. Uh, as always, peace, love, and happiness. Sorry, not happiness. Peace, love, and joy to each and every one of you. Also, if you are uh, listening, uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at realman underscore underscore ish. And also on Facebook at man.ishculture. Oh, he got it right that time. I got it right that time. <laughs> man.ishculture. Follow us. Share this episode. Uh, we're so glad to have you as a listener. Again, happy Thanksgiving. Peace. Peace.